Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Beautiful moon out there. Oh my gosh, I didn't see so it. So bright. I can't believe I didn't even. I mean, Holy I, cow. You know what? I, I was listening to our station rocking out to a song I didn't even pay attention. On your way in, you yeah. mean? Yeah. That's a good feeling, isn't it? It is. It's a good way to start a Friday. I was right screaming there. in my car. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work it out. Uh, so anyway, we're thinking this morning, you know, Friday vibes, feeling good. Uh, but besides the weather, what are like three things you love about Tucson, Arizona? The Sonoran Dogs? Yes. Of course. Yes, yes. EGs. I know, right? Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Always food, always food. I know. Yes. Chimichangas. I mean, when you go anywhere else in the country, all you do is crave what you can't have, which Isn't is the awesome Mexican food this, here in Tucson. This is why I don't like for, like local restaurants to go like national because it ruins the the, the vibe. thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we want success for them, but not that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want them to stay our thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, seven seven five zero nine four nine. Three things you love about Tucson this morning. We have the most beautiful sunset. Mm-hmm. We have a saguaro cactus. Oh, it's awesome. And yeah. That smell of the creosote when it rains in the summer. Oh, it's so good. The smell of the what? The greasewood trees, the creosote oh, okay, bushes. Okay. The smell of the creosote. Is that yeah. what that smell is? <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere else that smells like that except the desert. You're so right. That's a great one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my gosh. What about the murals? Oh, the murals are good. I love those murals. I mean, I listen, I've lived in a lot of cities, and they might have a couple of decent ones. Yeah. But it's like. They're all over the place. It's like our city is like a coloring book. It's so bright. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love that. That's the mountain right. views are good. Yeah. What else, Kelly? I love our restaurants. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm going to go try a new one this weekend downtown. It's called La Ching- Cocina. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what it is, but it's a Mexican restaurant. Sounds, I've heard it's uh, really good. Sounds delish. And I love the people of Tucson. Um, I feel like we're sort of Sedona South. We're like very <laughs> open-minded and very, um, you know, accepting of people. And I want some um, of those vortexes and, uh, down here. Oh, you know, we're Sedona South. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so restaurants, vibe, and what else? I love how Tucson is like. Not to take away from Reno, Nevada, but, like, the biggest little city. Like, I feel like Tucson is big enough that it has all the, quote-unquote, modern conveniences. It's not like we have to go to Phoenix to go to a mall or something like that. Right. But it's still got a small-town feel to it. Yeah, people love that coming here, you know? to the point where I think I'm a big city person, and then I moved here, and I don't think I could go back. Right? Do you know what I mean? That's crazy. You know the feeling when you go to Phoenix? You're like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phoenicians. Sorry. All right. Let's grab one more here. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Go ahead, sir. Three things about Tucson you love? Um, number one, because I've only been here eight months, and I'm from Wisconsin. Oh, oh welcome. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Is I, I do not miss the snow. No. No. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the scenery is beautiful. Oh, we so love pretty. the cactus, the, the sunsets, yeah. and all that stuff. And number three, and this is just so easy for me, I get to swim in an outdoor swimming pool in March. 
Yes. Yeah, man. And then you get to take the pictures and send them to all the cheeseheads. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. That's the best part is the oh, bragging. It yeah. sure feels so good. And you know what's crazy? As much as we brag about it and post all those photos on social media and everything, those people still just stay where they are. They look at that and they go, oh, they're well, like, if oh, only I could live that life. They could. Yeah, but, they could. But, they, but they're just, well, then they, just they, not. Then they try to justify why they don't. Like, oh, well, this I can't be by scorpions and snakes. Okay. Like, who would live like that? Yeah. I'd much rather live with mosquitoes the size of pelicans. Oh, <laughs> the worst. <laughs> anyway, we're glad you're feeling good about Tucson. We do, too. Oh, my gosh. 526, Friday morning on 94.9 Mix FM. We got all the Friday fun stuff today. Good today, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, feeling good. Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. Yes, it's time for our weekly If They Only Had a Brain File. Three dumb criminal stories this week. See which one you think deserves the title of this week's Biggest Loser. Here we go. Story number one. Apparently, there's no Yelp reviews for police officers in Pennsylvania, Mayor, because two men who had run in with an officer they didn't like decided... And go to the police station afterwards and file a complaint with his supervisor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Problem was, these guys were both drunk. <laughs> Sounded like a good idea at the time. And underage. <laughs> oh, no. And they had driven there while intoxicated. Oh, that's... So that's the trifecta right <laughs> that's there. That's awesome. Other than that, the cops are very here to happy to hear their complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Story number two, also in Pennsylvania, by the way, a 46-year-old man from the town of Bedford has been busted for selling meth to an undercover officer, but not just any meth. The seller said he'd gone all the way to Ohio to get it because theirs is better than that local Pennsylvania stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> Importing meth. He's like Amazon, you know. Uh-huh. If Amazon delivered drugs that ruined oh, your skin, geez. your teeth, yes. your life. Oh, you know. no, thank you. And story number three happened much closer to home. This was just up the road in Coolidge, Arizona. Police found a 19-year-old guy near a water tower with his hands tied behind his back and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. Huh. He told officers he'd been kidnapped by two men in masks who knocked him out drove him around, and then dumped him by the water tower. Sounds like a date I had. Oh, no, (laughs) Craig. But detectives couldn't find any evidence of that, and eventually the guy admitted he just made up the whole story so he could get out of going to work that day. You know, sometimes that might be worth it. (laughs) Depends on your job. Well, after he was arrested, his boss fired him, so he kind of got what he wanted. He didn't have to go to work. See? It all works out. Who is this week's biggest loser? Story number one, two losers, one and a half stars. Story number two, high on Buckeye Supply. Oh, man. Story number three, could have called in sick. I'm going to go with number one. Number one. The trifecta. (laughs) (laughs) If they only had had a a brain. brain. Okay, 611 now with Greg and Mare. We found out one of our coworkers is making a bad decision here. (laughs) I mean, I can't even believe this, Greg. (laughs) So gross. Our secret spies. Greg. Greg. I'm not a spy. I just happened to see one of our coworkers who works on the rock station. He's a dude. Yeah. Coming out of the women's restroom. I mean, he's not just a dude. He's Beef. That's yeah. He goes by the nickname Beef. But he was where? <laughs> he was in the women's restroom. My restroom. Your were yours. The, the, the one that I. I mean, it's kind of right outside the studio. So I usually we have two options. 
for the girls. There's one that has three stalls, but it's down the hall. And then there's one that's right here. Right by you. And it's individual, which is perfect because, like, I get, like, pisiety. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't have to make up words this morning. <laughs> I know you're tired. <laughs> But anyway. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go in there. I'm like, "What is going on?" And now it explains everything. We had to call and bust him out. Beef. We know what you do about going into the women's room. That's true, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. That's 100 percent correct. And that's and the reason why. Okay, in 2021, I don't believe in designated sex restrooms. These are unisex <laughs> restrooms, right? And as long as it's a private restroom. It is anybody's right, no matter what they claim, to be able to use that restroom. So it's a unisex restroom in my mind. Okay. There's a. There are two other bathrooms down the hall, <laughs> one of which is designated. There's a three-holer for, for dudes, and you, you didn't go in there. You went in the women's room. I like my privacy, and I like the way the women's restroom smells. It smells like flowers. Well, it answers a lot for us because oftentimes, off the air, Mayor will go down and use that same private women's room. Uh huh. And she'll come back, and off the air, she tells me, you're not going to believe how gross it is in there. Like, to the point where I almost, like, was not, I was going to maybe throw up a little bit. Like, it was (laughs) so bad one day. And now we know why. It's because you, a man... Keep going in and using the women's room. I've worked, I've worked in bars in the hospitality industry for years. The women's restrooms were always yeah. way worse than the men's restroom. Always, like, disgusting. Well, now you're and changing I, your tune. Because just a minute ago, you were saying how nice it was and how you appreciated <laughs> the, the, the women's room. I, know, I like the smell. This I like is... the smell. And I, I don't always use the women's restroom. I use the men's restroom when I got to go number one. I use the women's restroom when I got to go number two. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, so congratulations. And, now you know why it smells so bad. I, I, I can't even right now. I mean, I am tortured <laughs> in this moment. It's fantastic. 520-775-0949. We know we're not the only ones catching somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing yeah, in the workplace. Your, your naughty co-workers are trying to scam the system in some way by going in the girls' bathroom. Right. Or stealing somebody <laughs> else's lunch. Yeah. Or photocopying books and books and books of information. <laughs> you want to out them? Go ahead. Did you catch somebody? Tell us what happened. Finding out that our coworker Beef, dude, you know Beef is having three Sonoran dogs and EGs before he walks into this place at like five in the morning. Yeah, P.S. This yeah. isn't even like late at night. And then he decides to do his business, not in the men's room, which would be bad enough. Cold pizza. He's there using the women's room, but apparently he's not the only one doing things they shouldn't be doing at work. What have you caught somebody? You busted them out at work. Shopping for shoes at work. Uh-huh. That's Mare every 10 no. minutes. I mean, if you heard how many times she interrupts what we're doing to say, oh my gosh, I just found a house. I'm like, you're on Zillow and Redfin and Realtor.com again? I ordered an adoption sign the other day while on the radio. While we were, we're like talking, air. and I'm, I'm like, like, click. <laughs> so you're not uh, alone. They should make it so easy. <laughs> okay. And I think you should lock the lace room 
and give the ladies the king. Yeah, the, ladies. He's the one that makes their room. That's disgusting. Yeah, the name Beef. Come it's on. So gross. <laughs> Thank you. Ninety-four point nine Mix FM. Hi there. What's your name? Bree. Bree, have you caught somebody doing something they shouldn't be doing at work? Uh, well, I was going to the bathroom at work once, and I see a couple of guys uh, in the squadron. They're outside the men's room, room kind of giggling a bunch of little schoolgirls. So I'm like, what are, you guys, what are you guys doing? And they're like, someone has fallen asleep on the toilet, oh. and they're full-on snoring, and we're hanging out to see who it is. <laughs> Was there, was there the slow that. applause? I mean, I like the slow clap for that kind of moment. Right? <laughs> well, then after that, I started noticing every time I would walk by his office, every once in a while, I would catch him at his desk with his head full on tilted back, mouth wide open and snoring. And he would just take micro naps through the day. That's when you got to go drop a, a little gummy bear in his yeah, mouth or something awesome. like that. You I know? love it. I love the people. Some Cheez-Its right there. There's... I mean, I get it. Sometimes, Greg, we need to put our head down, and I, I'm like, I can't make Bear's it another minute. trying to minute. take a nap every 15 minutes it's on so the show. It's so hard when you get up at 3.45. You're guilty of all of these things. <laughs> Bree, good to hear from you this morning. Thank you. Alright, take care guys. 520-775-0949. Let's let's sneak in one more call okay. here. Go ahead. Go ahead. What did you catch somebody doing at work? Well, two things. Stealing food, but the biggest one I want to go with mare. Uh-huh. That bathroom issue. We had a male female <laughs> bathroom at work. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They removed the signs so that now they are anyone can use them. And I am tired of one, like Mayor said, the smell, but the lit up and drips. Oh, no, thank you. What's <laughs> that necessary? Greg and Mayor oh. on 94.9 Mix <laughs> FM. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. The big thing in your life is what we talk about during right now at 775-0949. Sometimes it's a medium-sized thing. Sometimes the big thing isn't that big at all. And sometimes it's massive. Huge. <laughs> and that was yesterday in the life of Meredith and her family as they went and did something really cool. Yeah, it was uh, gotcha day, as they say in the adoption world. Is that what they call it? They do. I they love say, happy gotcha day. Yeah, I thought about getting one of those signs. <laughs> but how many signs could one kid have? <laughs> <laughs> you did print him out a pretty cool one about he was a. A foster child for how long? 100. I actually have to look at the picture because I had to do a whole calculator with it. But um, hold on. I will tell you in one second. Oh, sorry to say that. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. It was like over 1,000 days. It was like 1,156 days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 1,156 days. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my memory works pretty well. Other times, not so much. Yeah. But uh, because, you know, COVID-19 and the pandemic and rules and all that stuff, usually you guys would have been in a courtroom. Oh, yeah. For that whole deal. Oh, yes. But not yesterday. I would have loved to be in a courtroom and had all of you there, every single one of you. 
you and you and you and my mom and my dad. And instead it was all like virtual. So that was interesting. But it was a really emotional day yesterday. At this time. This is the voice of the judge, by the way. All requirements of Title Eight have been met. And there's technology ringing in your ear. Thank you, Microsoft. The petitioners are fit and proper persons to adopt. Wait a minute. Do they know who you are? <laughs> fit to adopt. So I am signing the adoption order at this time. I signed it. I don't know if you can see it, but you're adopted, Chad. Congratulations. Chad, please say thank you, Judge. Thank you, Judge. Oh. Thank you. But congratulations, everybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. His, little, his sweet little voice. And he's got a cute voice. Thank you, Judge. Oh. You know, those people, like everyone on that, oh. that Zoom we were on or whatever it was, like they do this every single day, Greg, every single day. That's incredible. I know. That's that's amazing, helping these kids. And yeah. there's so many. I mean, if, if this is one of those things you thought about, oh, I would maybe like to do this at one point, like if I could do it, if I could get through the process, <laughs> let me tell you, you can do it. No, and, you guys and, have been very, very focused on this. Yeah, but you can, you can do it too, and you can, you can help these kids that really have nothing. And and oh boy, the voices that have just come out since you posted the photo on Facebook, and of all these people saying, "Oh my gosh, I was adopted. Thank you for adopting a child." I can't believe it. I didn't know no all idea. these people. No idea. Yeah. 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 I hope really that. Cool. Hope we don't mess it up, Greg. No, you guys are awesome in a great place. He is blessing your lives. You're blessing his. It's just all goodness all around. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. You know, we always hear the this quote, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And that is so true. And, and that's just something that, you know, I just went through with being able to adopt a little boy. It's kind of like that fear sets in. Even yesterday, that fear sets in like, what are we doing? Are we going to be OK? Are we going to this, this, this and this? And uh, I think you just have to go for it. On the other side of that is so much joy, so much happiness. Man, is that that's like the recipe for life right there, isn't it? Yeah. Because all of the stuff that you look back on that makes the biggest impression, the the biggest goodness, some of the hardest things you'll ever go through, but with the biggest rewards. Yes. They were all scary. Becoming a parent, getting yeah. married, going to college. Oh, my gosh. Leaving your first job, which had some security, and going to a new one that you weren't sure about. Any and all of that stuff. There's fear involved. Oh, my gosh. But when you make that leap, it feels so awesome. And don't get me wrong. There's been a few I fell straight on my face. Okay? Right. They don't all work out. <laughs> yeah. But I would say most do. Well, most do. And the ones that don't are such a huge lesson to you. Man. That's really good stuff right there. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. A daily intention to start your day in a positive way, especially on a Friday here with 94.9 Mix FM and Coming up in less than 10 minutes, why Mr. Potato Head is trending on Twitter. You're not going to like this. And one Hollywood star was stunned to find out how much less she was paid than her co-stars on a famous Brad Pitt movie. Sounds like this morning show. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How dare you? I was kidding. <laughs> I hope you're making more than me. <laughs> no, Those stories more. and more coming up in your 652 Pop Q, you rat. <laughs> Lauren, let's play the game. Question number one on the Pop Q. Mr. Potato Head brand toys are going gender neutral, sort of. This year, the 70-year-old brand will lose the Mr. 
and just be known as Potato Head Toys. Apparently, all of the toys were made under that name. But Hasbro says you can still buy a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head. Um, which Disney movie featured comedian Don Rickles playing the role of Mr. Potato Head? Uh, that would be the Toy Story series. Yeah, That's right, Toy Story movies. Correct. Question number two, Paramount Plus announced a ton of content they have in the pipeline for the new streaming service, including a Frasier revival with Kelsey Grammer, the new Rugrats CG animated series, revivals of Behind the Music from MTV and Criminal Minds from CBS, and movies based on workaholics and these guys. Let's go break something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who are they? (laughs) Definitely Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead! I like to just say butthead. I need teepee. Uh, And question number three. Taraji P. Henson says she was pretty upset to learn that all of her white co-stars made a lot more than she did when they worked together on a 2008 Brad Pitt movie. She was paid $40,000 for the film. It's the one where Brad Pitt's character starts out old and then grows younger as time goes on. Do you know which movie that is? Yeah, that's the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Very good, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. You got the full thing. I would have never had the full thing. I know. I was just thinking Benjamin Button, but you nailed it. You nailed it. Way to go. Happy Friday. Winner. Thank you so much. You too. Have a great Friday. You might remember, I don't know, a couple months ago, I think we were talking about this, about how hard it can be to sleep with your partner if one of you gets up in the middle of the night and the other one doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's just bad all around. It can be difficult, yeah, right? Because of the different bedtimes. And uh-huh. if you go to bed early and then they come to bed late, then they sometimes wake you up. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> or every night in uh-huh. Mary's house. Or in the case of, at my house, I get up so much earlier than my wife that my alarm goes off and then she can't get back to sleep. And so we put it out there to you because we were looking for solutions. We know we're not the only ones dealing with this. And we got all kinds of awesome solutions. People said, well, you could sleep in separate rooms during the week and then sleep in the same room on the weekend. Uh, you could drug your spouse. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> How do you feel about, uh, you know, cuddling up next to your drum set at night? <laughs> it's like where you're going to have to well, probably listen, go. Drums don't keep me warm, but they don't talk back either. Oh, that's so. true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and then the other thing somebody said was you should get an Apple Watch. Because they have silent alarms. And I thought, oh, that sounds great. And then I started pricing Apple Watches. I'm like, I'm not spending $200. Oh, try 500 Well, for the for the new new ones. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you could get one for like $170, $199, don't whatever. Don't me like that. But I don't want <laughs> I'll all give the you stuff. the extra $300. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, if you want to pay for it, fine. I want the good electronics. Okay, but go ahead. You know me. I'm not willing to do that. No. So I went on and I found this little uh, like $20 watch that's designed for people with like ADHD to take their meds. And so you can program like eight silent alarms. Okay. And I was like, let's give that a try. So I ordered it up. It came in the mail. I got it all programmed a couple nights ago. I tried it out, put it on. The alarms went off, woke me up. I was like, this is great. Like it it vibrates? It vibrated on my arm. Uh I rolled over to catch my wife still sleeping because she hadn't moved. And I realized... She wasn't even there. <laughs> She'd woken up in the middle of the night uh-huh. and gone down the hall to turn on the TV and watch TV until she could fall back asleep again. Oh, man. So I put it on last night. Okay. And I thought, okay, this is going to be good. We'll try again. Yeah. 
The alarm goes off. I'm all quiet. I roll over. And she's already awake looking at her phone. I'm like, what? What do we do? Well, because you already <laughs> ruined her sleep schedule for years of yes. the torture. So it doesn't, the, the whole point is, it didn't matter. It hasn't, it hasn't made a single difference. Oh. I know. Yeah. And the worst is, I feel terrible about it for her. I only spent 20 bucks. I'm glad I didn't buy that Apple Watch. Seriously, what a waste that would have been for you. <laughs> I had that moment with my husband yesterday. Uh, we're going to talk about this later, but we adopted our little boy. And at the end of it, my husband gets super anxious and says the most inappropriate thing. <laughs> You'll hear what he said coming up in about, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. I was so embarrassed. In I, front of the judge and everybody. Oh my, I did like, thank, thankfully we were not in person. We were virtual. I did the little under the table wife slap to yeah, his thigh. Jabbed him. <laughs> What are you jab. doing? And if the and I'm like, oh my gosh, if the if the um the judge saw this, <laughs> she neg the whole deal right there. And this is the thing. This happens every day in my life, Greg. Yeah. Every day, things <laughs> just like this. Uh, that's every wife's every day. Okay. Yeah. Just so you I, know. I know you do this too, Greg. You're not alone. As 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 good as you speak and all that stuff, there's times you do that and your wife is oh. like, oh. Are you kidding me? My arm is black and blue from all the times I get punched. <laughs> okay. Good. Saying something stupid. Okay. Time for our whole enchilada, the important stories you didn't even know you needed. Oh, these are are. important. And let me start off with telling you, Drew Barrymore was just inspired by watching Bridgerton and all that saucy romance that she realized after watching this old-fashioned show that she hasn't been putting herself out there to date. She said she didn't want to date. She said she was done, like, getting married and all that stuff. Well, something's been sparked because (laughs) (laughs) she was watching that show, and she said she is an old-fashioned person, and she realized, you know what, I have to, like, enter the modern world and go and get an app and date on an app. And Bridgerton made her realize this because she's living like she's in the Bridgerton this times. That's why y'all need to put down the Bridgerton. <laughs> Step away from the Netflix. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's 50 shades, but in the 1800s. It's delicious. That's nice. <laughs> uh, I have an awesome news story coming up, but first a scary one. Okay, okay. Did you hear about Lady Gaga's dog walker? That was nuts couple of yahoos so this dude is out walking lady gaga's dogs apparently he does that for her she pays him he takes the frenchies out and walks them around he's got she's got french bulldogs and he was out the other night and a couple of thugs came up and said give us the dogs And he's like no <laughs> and they shot him in the stomach oh my gosh and grabbed two of the dogs the other one ran back to the to the wounded dog to lady? walker oh to the dog walker yeah uh-huh and so the guy's got away with two dogs. But here's the scary thing is, fortunately, the dog walker is going to be okay. He's recovering. Lady Gaga has offered like $500,000. No questions asked just to get the dogs back. But the scary part is the American Kennel Club says dog theft is an increasingly big <gasps> problem. So when you're out walking your dogs. Oh, my gosh. Especially if you have little ones like French Bulldogs, they say, are highly valuable right now. They're expensive. And they're easy to grab and run off with. Yeah. So don't think that because you're walking the dog, the dog will protect you. People will come up to you and steal your dog. They're not Just stealing. Just a heads up. They're not stealing the dog because they want to love it and take care of it. They're going to sell it. They're going to sell it. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's really gross. Right so there. heads up. Just be aware of that. So, I have to ask you a question, Greg. How much less have you wore a bra, (laughs) used deodorant, or changed your socks since quarantine started? Because it turns out 
our habits, our hygiene habits have just went down the <laughs> toilet with everything else. Uh, like nobody is wearing makeup anymore. 63% of us are wearing way less than we used to. I mean, you even talk about how, and you love makeup. I do. How much you're not putting on. Yeah. You're still putting some on. I know. I'm like, nothing. I'm getting nothing done either. Like eyelashes and nails. It's been a year. I'm like, okay, it might be about time. 50% less of us are are not styling our hair. I haven't curled my hair. I can't remember the last time you did it. I used to curl it every other day. Yeah. Uh, you know, wearing undies. <laughs> Nobody's wearing them. Um, <laughs> putting your clothes away. We're not doing that. Washing our hair. Forget about it. Deodorant. Nope. Y'all, We're just dirty. You're a mess. That's what you are. <laughs> Don't feel shame. Take be, a shower. Be free. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, opening your own commune? <laughs> Here's the good news I promised. A plumber from New Jersey named Andrew Mitchell drove 22 hours. Remember, he's in Jersey. He drove all the way to Texas last weekend just to help people after their pipes burst from the cold. He took his apprentice with him. They've been working nonstop every day and had been planning to go back home to New Jersey, but now they've decided they're going to stay two more weeks because so many people need help. They're just doing this out of the kindness of their... I mean, is that incredible? That's awesome. You think our work would let us take two weeks to go... Well, what could you and I do? Let's be honest. (laughs) Hey, everybody, we're here to help. Great. What are you going to do? I don't know. Play a Sam Smith song? (laughs) We just get in the way like usual, Greg. Thank you. Pretty big day in the life of uh, Meredith and her family yesterday. I mean, a huge day. I'm exhausted. It's emotionally exhausting. <laughs> yeah. It's that feeling you get on your wedding day where you have so much excitement and you can't sleep and there's so many people reaching out and and, and you just you just can't calm down. There were a lot of details to coordinate as well. Like um so what happened yesterday was an adoption. Mary and her family had been fostering a little guy for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, about, what, halfway through, you decided, I think we think he's the guy. We, he's the little dude. We want to make him part of our family for good. Yeah, yeah. We were doing some respite care, which, you know, if you don't know what respite care is, if, if you're like, I can't bring in a kid into my house full time. Well, this is, you know, helping people who are foster parents get a little break. And so we were we were doing some respite care with him and some other kids. And so yeah, yeah every kid we had was super special and super great. I mean, I mean that was probably the most like shocking thing because I think that people automatically get worried when you're getting kids and you don't know where they came from and all that other stuff. They're just kids and they just need love. That's exactly it. And I remember on a couple of those occasions, you know, when you would turn the kids back over to the foster parent, how difficult that was for you. Like on on some level, it's like, Ooh, okay. We can let our guard down again. Right. Cause you have to baby proof your house and all of that stuff. (laughs) And, And you're worried about them and 24 hours a day, you're alert. But then when you'd hand them over, it was kind of like, oh. So sad. We had these two little sweet boys. One was like a five-month-old baby. Yes, there are a lot of babies in the foster system. They always say there aren't. Unfortunately, there are. And getting added to every day. Yeah, and we'll look at those pictures. They'll come up like a year ago, whatever, and we're like, oh. Remember those guys? (laughs) We love those guys. Yesterday, uh, because of the pandemic and it was adoption day, usually you would have gone down to the court. Yes. You, there would have been a room full of people. Your family and friends could have been invited and all that oh, stuff, that but it didn't awesome. happen that way. Yeah. It didn't. We went on like a Zoom call, basically, a Microsoft version of it. Yeah, I missed Teams. Yeah. You were on it, Greg. <laughs> and that was we, cool. We got to all watch them. You know, I had to raise my right hand and, and 
do whatever you do in court. And <laughs> I was like petrified. But yeah, we, we were able to do the whole adoption process, the whole court case right there. And the judge wanted to see the little guy that you guys adopted. And so your husband kind of put him up on the table. And... <laughs> oh, nice. He's barefoot. <laughs> it's a hillbilly adoption. Yeah, all right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's oh a my hillbilly gosh. adoption. I was horrified. The look on your face when your husband said, it's a hillbilly adoption. I like took my hand under the table. If the judge saw this, there's no way that we'd still be getting him. And I like did the, the, the husband slap like right on the thigh. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I would have done the pinch if I could have, but it was just such a reaction. <laughs> Well, the so poor guy, he was just nervous. He's just filling, you know? Yeah, he is filling. He's like, oh, I there don't was, know what to do here. It was anxiety-filled moment anyway, yeah. but it was really wonderful. It really was. And then came down. So I am signing the adoption order <gasps> at this time. <gasps> I signed it. I don't know if you can see it, but you're adopted, Chad. Congratulations. Oh, Chad, please say thank you, Judge. Thank you, Judge. Oh, my gosh. Oh when he God. said, thank you, Judge, I was just like. <laughs> so sweet, right? That touched my little feeling right there, Mayor. Yeah. I mean, he, you got a sweet little dude. Thank you, Judge. What a good kid. And then he's like, thanks for coming to my party. Like, <laughs> But, you know, here's the deal. He had an amazing foster mom before us, Shannon. She's like one of my favorite people. Yeah. going to have a girl's trip. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, we went with this Grace Retreat, but there's a lot of different, you know, adoption agencies. Grace Retreat, they were awesome. So many people working every day to help these kids. That I mean, was the thing I was surprised by. And just being able to get in on that Zoom call, yeah, that, that yeah. meeting yesterday, was seeing how many people were involved in the case. Yeah. And how how much work they put into this yeah. too? You know, it's not just you guys and the judge. There's so many people it's, walking you through this. It's so so many cool. caseworkers, like before, like you know, when you're just doing the foster care, then going into the adoption phase, they have different people and they yeah. come to your house. And I mean, they're all awesome and they work so hard. And and I look at us, Greg, and what do we do in this world? Nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we also don't. Barefoot. <laughs> it's a hillbilly adoption. Yeah. Oh, my God. You and I don't say things like that, though. No. You <laughs> You are way too refined. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, not this good, though. Thank you, Dad. I mean, the little guy's got yeah. it together. Good times. Uh, so happy for you and your family. Congratulations. Thank you. New survey asked people to name the lowest temperature that they think is warm enough to wear shorts outside. Depends where you live, Greg. Because I'm telling you, when I was in Minneapolis, we'd wear it if it was like 40. <laughs> 40 or above was shorts weather. Well, the most common answer uh-huh. of when it's okay to start wearing shorts was between 61 and 70 degrees. Really? Which is, Too cold. I, I think if you put on shorts right now. Not a chance. You'd be freezing. No way. Yeah. Even when it warms up later today, you'd still be cold. Now, our little kids... I mean, they'll wear shorts in the snow if it was snowing. Oh, I like know. They, they, they're not wearing jackets. I don't know how they survive. The same way as the 4% of people who said they have no problem wearing shorts even when it's below 20. When you lived somewhere cold like that, didn't you still see there'd be one knucklehead? My husband is this way. <laughs> My husband would be snow blowing in his boxer no, briefs. No, he would not. In construction boots. I swear. You are so making that up. My whole neighborhood has seen him in his undies. And the undies didn't fit, by the way. They were like a size too small. <laughs> oh, the pictures you paint with your word. 
<laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, no problem. Boy, we love celebrating kindness with our friends Ben's Bells uh, for the weekend because we all need good juju in the world. You know what I mean? Don't we? Yeah. Yes, we do. A little positivity, and we get to tell you about Jean Fedigan today. She was nominated by Marianne Martin to be this week's Ben's Bells Belly, and Jean uh, set up something called Sister Jose Women's Center, uh, which didn't exist before Jean Fedigan came around. She was about 10 years ago. Uh, one of these volunteers out doing soup patrol, delivering soup oh, to homeless people in the wintertime. That's a awesome. A hot meal. Yeah. And she came across a gentleman who was showing some of the homeless men the way to the men's shelter. And so she asked him, oh, good. You know where the shelter is. Where is the women's shelter? And he said, there isn't a women's shelter. And Jean said, well, we got to fix that. That's for sure. So she put one together. She's the CEO of Sister Jose Women's Shelter. She started from nothing and has grown it over the past 10 years, not only as a women's shelter, but uh, before you know the pandemic, she would have El Rio Health come in to take care of these people who never get to see the doctor. Oh. She would bring in dentists who never get to have their teeth looked at. Uh, volunteers from Goodwill to help them find jobs. And, of course, she takes care of them in the food department. So now that the pandemic's going on, she can't do all of those services, but she's still feeding and clothing people That's awesome. every day. That is amazing. She saw a need and stepped right in. The moms, the kids, you know, you got to think of people here. How awesome is this? So, Marianne Martin, we thank you for nominating Jean Fedigan from the Sister Jose Women's Center to be this week's Ben's Bell's Belly. Totally deserved. And if you know somebody who's doing kind things in our community, looking out for others or pets or people or whatever, tell us about that person with a quick nomination at MixFM.com. Just click on the Greg and Mayor page. You'll see Ben's Bells right there. Morning Greg, Greg and Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.